And welcome back to another installment of Baltimore County Forever Podcast. This is two or three of the Mother's Day weekend. This <laughs> this episode is with my sister Tracy. And the episode name is Treyway. No gang affiliation. Uh, I understand that's like a set of bloods in like Brooklyn. Dude, really? Yeah, really. Six nine, the guy with the colorful hair. Uh Treyway's been around for a while, apparently. I do remember Jim Jones like saying it years ago. Years, years ago. So maybe it's like the old gangsters, so they don't count. Yeah, bro. I they don't often going to work now, got jobs. Yeah, I don't want any parts of that. That's why in parentheses in the in the uh on the cover art it says no gang sign no gang ties. But uh <laughs> yeah, so this is two or three of the Mother's Day. Um episodes yesterday we had yaya's story which is called uh what's up yaya parentheses whole voice tomorrow we have my mom which is uh jeezy um hey mama what hi tracy hello how are you today i'm sleepy but i'm good yes me too so uh, like yesterday, I don't know if you heard Toya's, uh, one, but basically I, I came up with an idea to do, um, a Mother's Day episode, but I decided because it was like Wednesday at the time to just do one Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, which everyone gets their own day. So today's your day. Thank you. So, um, let's dive right into it. Raising us. Being a part of raising me and CJ. <laughs> what was that like? Ah, what was it like? Well, you figure when CJ came, I was probably about how old is CJ now? Thirty. He should be like thirty-two. Thirty. Is he gonna be thirty-two? Or he is thirty-two. I'm t- I turned twenty-nine this year, so we three years apart. So he should be turning thirty-two this year. Okay, so when CJ came around, that would have made me about eleven or twelve. So I was young, like, you know, I'm a kid myself. And CJ was interesting because he was a very active kid. Like, he was bad. Let's, <laughs> let's just call him this kid. He was so bad. Like, he had way too much energy for a little person. And he just did random things. Like, you know, back then, because CJ's an 80s baby, so, you know, the playpen was like a big deal. And that's where you went. That's where you went for punishment. That's where you went to sleep. That's when you went when you needed to clean. That's what that was your holding spot. And he would always escape. Like, you know, he was one, one and a half, two. And he would, how you see people hop fences, he would lean over, grab the outside leg of the playpen, and flip himself out. Like, yo, where they do that at? So you come back, and he's sitting on the couch. Like, then I just put you in the playpen. That, and he was, um... He was a little bit, little bit violent. Um, he threw cars and bottles. They hit Toya with a frying pan. Right? He hit Toya with a frying pan across her nose. We were supposed to be cleaning up dishes, and he got into the pots and pans, and it was one of them heavy, them old school heavy black pans. Like he cracked us straight across the nose. He was bad. Like when mommy would be sleep on the couch, you know, he you would just get the call like milk, milk, milk. Then you just hear something go ding. Cause you're hitting the head with a bottle. It was like milk. Like, dude, like she sleeps. So he was interesting. And then you were different. Um, CJ's always been pretty much how CJ is. CJ is very strong willed. He's headstrong. Like 
Um, he he likes you or he doesn't. Um, but he's well. I take that back. That's more so you. He is more of the includer. Wants everyone to. He knows every branch of the family, like yeah. down to the sixth, seventh cousin. You like mm-hmm. you sure we related? And he didn't trace family trees, so. He's like that. You were different. You were the baby, and you were sweet. So you come three years later. So that makes me about 13, 14. Probably 13, because we had moved to Maryland by then, and I was starting Woodlawn. And mm-hmm. that's when we met Nita and um, Renee and, you know, all my other friends I used to hang around. So you were more of the sweet baby you were the one that we wanted to carry around and you were just a good kid like you were just a sweetheart you were a good little baby you were funny um you were the opposite of of cj you were calm (laughs) cj was crazy so still is you know and he still is so and y'all pretty much are the same how y'all were growing up like you know you both have good hearts and you know we appreciate that about you you have gotten better over the years with forgiveness so that's good because unforgiveness will kill you so that's good um Mm -hmm. you did hold grudges way too long i still hold grudges yeah but you got better i just got better i've gotten better and and you know kids will help you realize that it ain't that deep (laughs) like let it go kids in death i feel like because when you start losing people you start realizing what's important and what's not important so you because i was older i spent more time with you like taking you to to school and picking you up from school and you know we had our eureka's castle in the afternoon (laughs) i'm I'm gonna find that on youtube i feel like everything's on youtube anyway but it should be by now it should be by now it might be on the fire stick actually very well could be but we had eureka's castle so you know i would go to ccbc and then come pick you up from your half-day kindergarten we had our routine we'd go up Mm -hmm. to shoppers we get you some Mondo juices. Oh, man. <laughs> Make a sandwich. That Lunchable. We did our little, um, right, all Lunchable and did our little bit of little homework. Watch some Eureka's Castle and the one with the gnomes, whatever that is. Them little Still gnome don't know. I, I'm going to Google that. I don't know. We found it out and then we don't forgot yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I personally took you know to heart like if anything happened to you like i didn't want you to get beaten i didn't want anything to happen like that's my baby don't <laughs> touch my son it's my son <laughs> i remember the time you got a spanking from daddy and it really was undeserved him and i have talked about this over the years like you really? was dead wrong for this <laughs> it was no, but, but all jokes aside you were crying and i remember holding you and i was crying with you like we were crying together i was so hurt what did i get a beat for I don't remember, whatever it was, I can't remember. We were here by this time, we were in this house, and it was something that didn't require the level of beating that you got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... So, you know what I'm saying? It was the frustrated beating. So, that's, you got to be careful with those because if you don't remember, that's great because I was heartbroken. Like, to this day, that when I think about it, it messes me up. And that's all daddy. Every time I think about it, I call him up and tell him, like, you remember that time you beat Corey? <laughs> I don't remember that. No, you was wrong, man. But we <laughs> sat, and I and I remember holding you like a little baby in my arms. You had to be about. We were here, so you weren't quite in school yet. I was in school by the time we got. We came here in '95. I was, right? I was going to the first grade. No, I remember you being little then. Maybe it wasn't. Well, we got here in '94. We got here in '94. And I remember we were here for the blizzard. That was '95. Then you may not have been in school yet. I mean, I'm sorry, we may not have been in this house yet, but wherever we were, I feel like it was upstairs, and I feel like we were in the hallway. 
So if you were first grade or kindergarten or whatever, then yeah, I had you in my arms like a little baby. Like, yeah. it's gonna be okay. He was so wrong. Don't cry. Don't cry. <laughs> so very protective over you because just the the age and the time and the responsibility that I had over you made me, you know, very concerned. Like you were my first kid. Like you know, sort of like how Kaylin was your first kid. Mm-hmm. Cycle repeats itself. So, but overall, I mean, y'all would get brothers. Except, we were just talking about this over the weekend. Like, when Tommy and I started dating, and we came. <laughs> the Power Ranger. Yo, but why was it insane? Like, mm-hmm. you would come down silently. Like, you didn't mm-hmm. say hello, goodnight, nothing. You just came down with your briefcase of your wrestling ring. Like, your wrestling ring closed up like a briefcase. And you would just sit down in front of us. Undo everything, set up the the ring, the match, and you would literally have the men and they like pinning each other, they jumping in, but you never said anything. You didn't even do like the one, two, three. You didn't do the count. You just did everything. And you imagine sitting there seeing men go down all years. And then the match is over. So, and you politely put everything back in, close up your little briefcase, put your your thing under your arm and go back upstairs. And Tommy, the first time he looked at me, he was like, What 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 was that? <laughs> Oi. I don't know. <laughs> is is something wrong with your brother? I was like, no, something wrong with my brother. <laughs> and in my head, I'm like, it might be. Like, you that. Like, this is family. We just dating. I don't know if we gonna be together. Yet. So I'm not sure. Between that and you and CJ with those stand up Power Ranger men, and y'all were coming yeah. out and straight in the middle. We down here watching TV. You come down and attack each other. Y'all was having a full fledged fight. I had. I I beat the shit out of that dog. Like the foot was uh stuffing the stuffing the wire was mommy out. Was so bad. No, I remember like, mommy did it and then one it. time Auntie Anne sewed it back up for me. Like, and, like, it is definitely something that came from like Jamaica Avenue back in the day. No, nah, that joint came from uh, Toys R Us. That was official. That was not from Toys R Us. Yes, Do it not, was. No, it was not. Do not let them lie to you. That was flea market level. Toy. No, that was a real. That, that was a was real not, toy. See, Corey, that thing came from. You know how you go to like you go like Jamaica Avenue, you go to places like that, and you see these tall. Bro, that was not that. Yo, that was real. That was official that, tissue. Yo. You look it up. When you will find Power Rangers never made that. What are you talking about? They make WWE ones like that now. That no back then. Corey, Corey. Yo, okay. that is real. Calvin Costin did not buy that from Toys R Us. But we used to stay at Toys R Us every he Saturday. Not, he did not. I promise you. Uh, I promise you. Them things was like two for 20. I'm telling you. Bruh, that was official tissue. It's okay. If you want, you know, whatever whatever help you sleep at night. That's why, that's why they kept needing me sold back up. <laughs> Well, I was beating the crap out of them. That's yeah, why. And that's why they weren't stuffed with real stuffing. They were stuffed with that stuff like <laughs> in the cheap pillows. That stuff that you pulled out. Of. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That wasn't real stuff. It wasn't cotton. Yeah. It was some kind of weird rayon wool thing. Like, yeah, but nonetheless. <laughs> so, watching you guys grow up and become men and all that. So, you know, we have to remind ourselves that y'all grown. Yes. 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 Um, So, coming from that and like watching us or having a part in like pretty much making sure we were dressed, uh, washed, fed, 
and all Did your that. homework. Homework. All right. So outside of that, what was your next introduction to being a mom? Um, I would say when Tommy and I became serious, and Tommy had Shane and Robert. Okay. So Shane what? And what is that experience like meeting them at? What you met them at? Like five. Four? Yeah, four, four, three, three. Robert wasn't even. Robert oh. was potty being potty trained when oh, I met him. Man. Like this is how far back that goes. Um, because you figure Tommy and I will be married nineteen years this year. Mm. So you take that, and we dated for two. So you subtract that from how old they are. As a matter of fact, I remember when Shay started kindergarten. <laughs> wow. I remember you know Robert started school. So Robin and Shay are. About a year, a year and a couple of months apart. 94, mm-hmm. 95. Tommy mm-hmm. and I were married by 99. Oh, uh, okay. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, but I'm like Toy. Like, Toy spent a lot of time with Regine and things like that and, and doing mm-hmm. that. Like, I had y'all. Mm-hmm. And then when I was of age to start, like, hanging out or whatever, I took every opportunity to do just that. Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, it was when... And talking with daddy and when Tommy and I became serious and, you know, having that conversation, like, what's it like, you know, with when you you have a part in raising someone else's children? Like, I'm pretty confident at that time. I was pretty confident this is what I want and this is who I want to be with. I'm just not sure if I'm capable. Like, what does that mean? Like, how hard is it? And he was honest. It's like, you know, you have good days, you have bad days. You know, you have to establish a good relationship with the other parent and, you know, talk and communicate and everything so and then when we got married you figure Caitlin came almost right away Caitlin I got married August of 99 Caitlin was born June of 2000 Mm -hmm. so we weren't married long and then the kids lived with us for a while when Caitlin was little it's like almost a year I think it was almost a year so you just kind of take those basic I'm gonna make sure you live skills. <laughs> Survival. Stop, yeah. Like, Survival. like, I can't kill the kids. You can't die on my watch. You so, you know. Have to you stay have alive. Have to live. <laughs> At least until your father gets home, and then it's not my fault. So, the goal was to keep you alive, at least on my watch. Mm-hmm. Um,. But you kind of, you know, and having Kaylin so young, you know, you learn a lot. I definitely leaned on mommy a lot. I leaned on daddy a lot. You know, talked to Auntie Anne. You know, you, you parenting, even now, you know, because of the gap between Kaylin and Blake, parenting is a thing that you, you never stop learning. Each child is different. And you have to lean on your resources. Because you know, what works for one may not work for the other one. And what worked back in the day may not work now. Or what, what worked back in the day is exactly what you need to do now. Mm-hmm. And the only way to do that is to be open and allow people to assist you. You may not like what's being said to you sometimes. But, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. It's like when you're eating a meal. You eat what you want to eat and you leave the rest on the plate. Mm-hmm. And that's just kind of how... I've always been really open to it. You know, I have my, my way of thinking, as we all do. Like, something as simple as, Mommy, why is that baby not in a snowsuit? My child sweats too much and I put in a snowsuit. And that was like an argument. Well, Kaylin's first winter coat as a baby was this lavender-colored bomber. Mm-hmm. I remember. <laughs> because she sweat. Mm-hmm. Like, she would be wet. Like, I almost had to put that on her in a short sleeve shirt. And to this day, 
She's a hot kid. She's the kid that's outside on it's 20 degrees outside and she's got a pullover hoodie on. Like she's good. But you know that okay, my I hear you and I respect what you're saying, but I'm not gonna do that. Mm-hmm. So or I think for me, the weird funny things like the first time you say, you know what? I don't have to listen to this. I'm going home to my own house. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like I'm an adult. I'm gonna do what I wanna do. So as far as parenting goes, I would say you guys, um, then Robert and Shay, which was closely followed by my own child. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you remember your first Mother's Day? Yes, I believe. My child's 17, y'all. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like she, she's almost 18. I was surprised you said, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, no, I'm saying, like, I think I do. Um... <laughs> First Mother's Day. I'm lying. I don't remember that mess. I barely remember having yesterday. Yeah, well, I figured. <laughs> um, uh, so, I like to think I do. I know who would remember. Tommy, he remembers everything. Makes me sick. <laughs> um, give me a uh, Kaylin-ism. Oh, Kaylin. Kaylin was a funny kid, man. Kaylin had sayings. Her, she just had these sayings like she would say instead of saying what you say what you say again a minute like why did you put so many extra words together yeah, yeah, yeah. what you say again a minute it's hard too it's um, like that's what my said that's what that's what my said like what did you i told you to go do something what did you say that's what my said i'm like what? okay well who's why what do well who said it my said that's what my said i was like that's what i said yes that's what my said so <laughs> that and she had a, a and she still does had an interesting way of thinking of things like we were out she couldn't have been more than about five or so and we were at i think like a golden corral or something like that and what she wanted what she was trying to get me to understand was that she wanted grilled fish but what she kept saying to me was i want out fish and i'm like i don't we are out. Like I don't. I don't know what you mean. I want outfish. I'm like so. I put like fish sticks on it. Like I, I no. I want outfish. And I'm like outfish. Outfish. Fish out of the skin. No skin on it. Yes. Outfish. I said, girl, you want grilled? What is? Who does this? Wait, like, that's not real. Why are we playing like the cipher here? Like ah, too many questions. I got it. I got it. I got it. I feel like we doing like charades, right? Like sounds like grill. Yes, 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 so yes. Got mean? it. So she's always been a very unique thinker. I remember, and this is like not that long ago. She had to be not too long in the high school when we were in Dollar Tree. And if you ever notice at Dollar Tree. At the register, a pregnancy test. Mm-hmm. So Kayla says, "So pregnancy test in the dollar store?" I say, "I guess so." I mean, yeah, I guess so. And I'm still not paying much attention. She's like, "Hmm, I guess they want to. They don't want the accuracy, do they? That's just when you just want to take a gamble. You just not even, you not even caring whether or not it's going to be right or wrong, huh?" I said, "Why would you say that?" She said, "It's only a dollar. How accurate could it be?" So just her way of thinking is just like, mm, yeah, "That's just who you call me. You just want to take a gamble." So, just weird stuff. Kaylin has a her own way of, of thinking, but she reminds me a lot of you because she has an amazing heart. Like she, she thinks emotionally. She's a she has a high emotional intelligence, but she also holds grudges. <laughs> um, Kaylin's a cancer, by the way. She people. is a cancer. We are, we are together in this. She is a cancer, 
and but she'll do anything and she she what we're working with her now on and even at 17 is trust levels like dude the crazy mm-hmm. thing she's right now she's on her senior trip right before the trip came about she's like well, i'm not sure if i want to go i was like why she's like because it comes back like nine o'clock at night i was like so <laughs> she's like, it's nine o'clock i was like are you afraid of the dark like what? <laughs> what's the problem she's like, i don't trust them people i said trust them to do what <laughs> You. <laughs> right. Like, girl, you're under me all the time. No one has hurt you, okay? Like, stop. She's like, well, I don't trust them. I don't trust the people. I was like, trust them to do what? Bring you back? So, Tommy and I are dying, and Tommy finally gets himself together. I was like, Kayla, if for some strange stretch of the imagination, you get left at Hershey Park, we live in PA. We will come and get you. Like, let's go You do have... A cell phone. Right? Yeah, so you have a cell phone. I was like, I will even buy you a um, the uh, what do you call it? The battery pack. So, so oh, I stopped last night. Yeah, wait, charge it up. <laughs> you're you're okay. You will be okay. So, Kaylin, you know what we struggle with her is this that stepping out and trusting people and just really accepting it is okay to fail. Like what I try to instill in both the kids is it's okay to fail. You will fail, so it's okay. It's not so much how you fail, it's how you recover is what makes the difference. So, you know, just say, like, it was like, that's how I was like, girl, I fail like every other day. I fail at work. Mm-hmm. I fail y'all. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yo. Hey, yo. I fail y'all. I fail y'all. It was like, take last Friday. I was like, oh, yes, I'm on my mom game today. What? I done did everything. I picked the kid up. I got one in the nail shop. I got that going on. I went and picked up the little one. I did Mayday. I came back, got the other one, went to the mall. We wrapped up prom stuff. Yes, check. Mom failed. Mom, mom, epic, epic mom accomplishment. <laughs> now, the prior days... <laughs> I forgot all kind of stuff. I forgot because you told me you needed deodorant. I forgot because I was supposed to pick up chicken nuggets. I forgot I came home late. Like, but Friday, I killed it. And that was like, and that's killed all that matters. It. Shout out to Drake Chips. Nailed um, it. All right, so they are what? Kaylin and Blake. Blake, 11 years apart. They're 11 years apart. So 11 years ago... Okay, mm. six years ago when you were pregnant. Mm. Almost what, basically, what is the difference in Kaylin at six and Blake at six? Or they are birth to six. Night, night and day. First of all, clearly Blake was not planned. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> when you think about it, I'm 42, right? Kaylin is going to be 18. I could have had all my money to myself <laughs> at 42. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> I got a good job. <laughs> You know, I got a decent house. You know, all my whole check is just mine to do whatever it is that I want to do. In, four, in my 40s, I could have lived. She 18. I'll be back. Hey, yo. I'll be back. You know, hey, you know what all emergency stuff is? You good? All right. And I'll be back. Like, I have a six-year-old. I will never not have a child in my house for my feasible adulthood. There will always be someone there. <laughs> so, with Kaylin, with Kaylin, I was young. So, Kaylin, we refer to Kaylin as a struggle baby. She came up through the struggle years. Yeah, hey, that's what y'all lived at Everson. Yep. You remember that? When somebody like, 
Somebody, what, somebody stole the car? No, hit my car. Oh, hit your it car. It was a police chase, and the person they were chasing ran into the back of my car. And my it, car ran A lot into, of cars, though, right? Well, he sideswiped some, but he hit my car, and my car went into the um the street lamp post. Uh, yeah, it was, it was not, no, it was not tight. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean that. But it was and then, then I got to say on property, it was not tight. <laughs> it was not fun. Um, so Nobody Kaylin, was harmed. Kaylin, because I was South so guy, young I having Kaylin, I was 20, 23, I guess, 23. And I grew up with Kaylin. You know, you learned a lot with Kaylin. You know, you learn what to do when your child doesn't feel well. And, you know, when they're sad or you know they're being picked on or whatever because i kaylin doesn't kaylin is very quiet she's still the same as she is now she's very much to herself so when kaylin and robert were together and i told robert i was like you know what i will go to school and i will defend you to the ends of the earth if you are right just be right don't have me coming there looking crazy because there were occasions when i had to go to school i'm like no my son did not do that no, you're incorrect. And what we're not going to happen is you're not going to label him and you're not going to bully him or I will be bad. So Kaylin knew that. So Kaylin will always preface her things that she wanted to tell me. I don't need you to do anything. <laughs> I just need you to listen to me. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, I got it. She's like, I don't. I'm like, I got it. I got it. So even now at 17, she'll be like, I just need you to listen to me. I don't need you to go nowhere. I don't need you to talk to nobody. I don't need No. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. I said, I reserve the right to make my own decision as to whether or not I need to do something, but I will listen to you. It's <laughs> <laughs> in consideration. I will listen to you. So, Kaylin doesn't like confrontation. Kaylin was the kid that you never had to worry about her being in the wrong, to this day, in the wrong place at the wrong time. Kaylin will come in the house. I'm like, did you just go outside? Yeah. What happened? They started arguing. I said, about what? I don't know. I came in the house. Yeah, she she literally that's what happened today. She was like, "Yeah, man, we separated from my friends because they started arguing." So stupid. It's so petty. <laughs> what like, were they arguing about, Kaylin? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't stay that long. <laughs> <You're> so <surprised. laughs> so nothing changed. What's the thing for that? <laughs> Kaylin had a obscene amount of stranger danger. <laughs> I remember being in back in the day when Hex was still in the security and Tommy and I were in there. And kind of at the register, she was sitting in these chairs. Oh, the white lady comes up. And I can hear her. Hi, you're so cute. Kaylin gets up out the chair. She walks over to me. She tugs my jacket. And I looked down and said, what was wrong? And she points. And she said, she's talking to me. Embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's okay. So, she had a good amount of it. But she would definitely, she would, she would talk. And it got to the point that she wouldn't even say, like, she's talking to me or this person is touch my hair or whatever because that was a big thing, don't touch my baby's hair. She would just tap you and just point, like, get it. Mm. Get down. <laughs> the other one, Blake is the polar opposite of Caitlyn. Blake is very social. Blake is very animated. Blake is very active. I always look at them like they're the two sides of my personality. Caitlyn reminds me a lot of myself younger, growing up, probably until about... Getting out of high school, um, I would say. And Blake is like me now. Mm-hmm. Talkative, you know, can, you know, can go in and out of situations. Don't get stressed out. We're in DSW. This is the for prom shoes. And Blake, who can actually walk very well in high heels, comes around the corner. She has these black satin 
sequins, black shoes on. He's got these poppy things on. I said, Kelly, you gotta walk like this. See this? See, you walk like this. See? Mm-hmm. I was gonna put them shoes down before you break the heel and I gotta own them. Mm-hmm. Lady walks up. Blake's still standing. She said, hi, my name is Blake. What's your name? I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> shut up. So that's Blake. And she's like, hi, I'm Blake. How are you? What's your name? So she's very much the one that you got to constantly say, you can't talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. Don't take They're not your she, friend. She's the one that I have to worry about. Hey, little girl, I have a puppy. You want to come with me? <laughs> sure. <laughs> what kind of puppy? Wait. My mom said I couldn't <laughs> have a dog. Yeah, Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> Better yet, she'd be like, wait, let me go get some of my friends. They have puppies. <laughs> hey, <laughs> That's yeah. Blake. Blake could cause an epidemic <laughs> of kidnappings. You know? <laughs> that's Blake so Blake we always say is rogue them second ones I'm telling you you have another kid I promise you them second ones are rogue they don't follow rules <laughs> nothing makes sense <laughs> they're rogue well, you've he, seen her well, she's he was, rogue <laughs> well, he was at the house the, I guess it was your neighbor the little white boy Lucas yeah like he's a high Blake hi <laughs> it did like she was trying to like dismiss him, and I'm like, "Don't do that." That was—he was being nice. He's a very That's sweet a little boy. That's a and she was just like, "You need to go." <laughs> I was like, "I'm looking." Corey looking at me like, oh. "See, because Blake can be broke now." She, she just him. He, uh, he needs to go. Doesn't have Christ, my like, kids don't have middles. Kaylin just assumed everyone's out together. Like, <laughs> she's, like, a, she's woke. She's been woke her whole life. But her friends are out to get her. You know what I'm saying? Like, but those are your friends. That like, kid, the kid that no still, one. the kid that she uh sit with at lunch. Like, you ever heard any of the stories about the kid? Like, the one... All right, so she was telling me about a time that the dude... I can't wait to get this story went on her graduation day. But basically, the dude, or some girl... Basically, somebody offered somebody chicken nuggets, and it was half-eaten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and she, she was like... She was like, what is... She was like, what is... What is this? <laughs> and he, like, offered it to her. So he's like, hey, you want some? No! Uh, no! <laughs> but you know who would have took it? Blake. Uh, sure! That's so nice! <laughs> yes! A chicken nugget. So, Blake, <laughs> Kaylin, everyone's out to get her. Kaylin, if you ever watch Kaylin, she has mastered. Next time you see her, pay attention. Kaylin has mastered talking to you and looking, look like she's looking straight at you, but her eye is all the way to the left. They're coming to get me. <laughs> they are coming Kaylin to get me. Is Black Ops active? <laughs> is going down? It won't be me because I'm not going to be here. I told y'all that the see? aliens see? were here. See, see, that's what you say. See, see. So that's Kayla. Blake on the other hand, I'm constantly telling her, Blake, they don't like you. Like, stop. She has zero read of when people don't like her. And it, it actually worries me because I'm like, you're going to get picked on. And kids don't want to bully you. So I need you to toughen up because you don't get the read of, I don't want to play with you. Leave me alone. Like, mm-hmm. 
Eventually she does, but it's by that point they two stuck from like shaking her, like get away from me. <laughs> and the thing is, she doesn't get sad, she doesn't get worked up, she just goes off and do something else. Like, all right, then. She be like, hmm. Okay. Right, <laughs> it's like you recover really so, fast for a kid. What I do like about both of my kids is that they're very independent in how they think. They don't care if they're the only ones doing something. Like, I, I had a meeting with Blake's um, teachers at school, and they're like, well, you know, she oftentimes plays by herself, or, you know, if a bunch of kids are doing something, she'll go off on her own. And I said, so? That's <laughs> like, bad. I, don't under, I don't understand. <laughs> oh, you but, wanna, you do you want to prepare for the real world? It's rough out here. <laughs> what I told her was, I said, I'm raising her to be an independent thinker. <laughs> if that's not what she wants to do, then that's not what she wants to do. Mm-hmm, don't it took the school guidance counselor that said, you know, that I agree with her mom. Like that is a very unique skill set that you don't often see in little kids. That she can separate that that's not what she wants to do, and that's okay. And she's not upset that no one wants to do what she wants to do. Mm-hmm. She'll do it on her own. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's right, and she better stay like that. I was like, is anything real y'all want to talk about? <laughs> that's now, why y'all got now, me here. <laughs> Blake is ignorant. Blake will not take the time to learn people's names. <laughs> there are at least. 16 kids in the class. I think I know the names of three. <laughs> and prior to that, it was just that she would just say, the little girly, the little girly in my class. So what's her name? She said, I don't know. What? Like every day. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I don't know. Mm. Emily, Lisa. This will be your class name, Lisa. <laughs> you little jerk. <laughs> well. Yeah, it's like, mm, little girl. Meh. And then the sad thing is, oh my God, she keeps going around doing that. Meh. Man. Man, 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 man. I was like, that's um, Gumball. Adventure, the Adventures of Gumball. Oh, for real? I've just been doing it man. lately. It's a, if you ever watch, um, I think it's called Adventure Gumball. It's called Gumball. It's like Gumball's the character. It comes on Cartoon Network. And their neighbor, Mrs. Robinson, that's how she talks. Man, 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 man. That's like the man, dude. Man, man, man. The, he like stuttering and he said where it's not nice, but that you joint know, is funny. You know who has the worst story about stuttering? Who? And I, I can say it because the person probably never hit his podcast. Tommy talks about his friend that used to stutter real bad when they were they were younger, but it only got worse when he was lying. <laughs> So, so, so you can laugh at that. So he's you, stuttering and he's you, lying. Because he's lying. So if you ever hear Tommy tell a story, he's like, man, 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 man. I'm like, shut up. He's like, man, man, I, I was, I was, I, I, <laughs> but the thing that get me with man, 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 man. I'm like, shut up, Tommy. That's so ignorant. <laughs> but um, they are the, they're very independent thinkers. Kaylin marches to the beat of her own drum, and so does Blake. And that's a similarity I see in both of them. Blake is very affectionate. Kaylin is a little more guarded with her. Mm-hmm. Kaylin come give me a hug, like, whoa, what's wrong? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I had to stop Tommy because for years, he's like, I, I don't know, maybe something going on with me. I might be sick. <laughs> he's like, Kaylin keep hugging me. <laughs> she might know something. I was like, no, I'm going to die. <laughs> yes. She's gonna take me out. You're not gonna die. Kayla was a CSI agent. <laughs> Blake, on the other hand, I'm like, hi, mommy. How was your day? Now, mind you, I come home and she's always in her underwear. I don't know why she got stripped naked. But she's like, so it's something, that, it is funny. It's something to come home and you see this little person come bouncing down the stairs in just a t shirt and underwear, usually eating something. <laughs> hi, mommy. How was work today? Did you get on green? 
<laughs> did you get her? Did she used to say that she was your husband? Oh, she she does that now still, and it's creepy. She'll have a ring. She's like, "Will you marry me?" I'm like, "No, I'm your mom, and that's nasty." But she did um tell Tommy not too long ago. He was hugging me, and she was like, "Get your hands off my wife! <laughs> Stop, y'all! I'm not your wife. I'm your mom. Stop. This is getting really weird. It's weird. It's like, get your hands off my wife." Right, so, right, so wait, backtracking, really backtracking, mm-hmm. you and Rakeem grew up pretty much the same, in the same household before, mm-hmm. to- uh, okay, well, mommy was explaining, I don't, I really don't want to give out what we talked about on the podcast, no, so I like, mean- wait, hold on, let me finish, so you were like the first child, you were the only child for the most part, for Two. Not really, because I mean, Rakeen, we didn't, even though we were in the same household when we were kids, I have good memories of us being together as kids, but mm-hmm. we didn't live in the same household. Mm-hmm. Like, we were in. Um, Just what was that like? What was that like prior to Toya coming along? Um, It's funny because, and I think it really speaks to the structure of our family. It was my brother. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, I was two. Rakeem and I are three years apart, so I didn't know. It was like just my brother lives over there with his mother. No, that's, that's not what I'm asking. I'm not asking like what was it like, like you know him being around. I'm just saying like prior to Toya coming along, you were pretty much the only child outside of Rakeem in the, house. In yeah. the house. That's what yeah, I'm saying. So what was that like? But I was four when Toya was born, so, uh, so I was you like don't three. Remember any of that. Yeah, because we're both in December. No, my birthday would have passed because she's at 18. I was four years old. Like, you don't remember my memories either. of growing up are growing up with her. Yeah, I wasn't trying to. Yeah, okay, so never mind. I thought you, I thought, I don't know. I don't know why I thought you were older, but that was what I was just really trying to get at. You being the only one in the house at the time. And then Rakeem coming I mean, over on, like, say, I guess, like the weekends or something mm-hmm. like that. So. And we've always been, to me, like a good family, like, like. We miss it so much. Like, Grandma was was great, and Auntie Anne, and, you know, we have a good family structure. So, you know, the memories of childhood are just that. Like, a lot of hanging out at Grandma house, a lot of going to Virginia, a lot of playing with toys and things like that. So, Toya and I were probably thick as thieves until she, I became a teenager. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't like her because she snitched all the time. <laughs> um, she didn't understand. Like, stop snitching, and then I had to take it everywhere I went. And I didn't want to take it everywhere I went. Um, it wasn't until she became a teenager that we got back to being really close. Because like, well, now you understand. <laughs> see, see why these things is going on. Now you get it. So then we, when she understood the the teenage life and the struggle, mm-hmm. we were we were back good, and we've been good since then. There was a time, boy, I was like, man, I'm gonna kill her, her sleep. I'm gonna choke <laughs> out. <laughs> and we fought. We fought. Remember that fight we had in Rockdale? In that little tight bathroom? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that bathroom was so small. It was so small. We were just trying to fight each other, and I believe it was over curling. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. It was. I won now. Don't let a lie to you. I won. I won. So, all right. <laughs> on yesterday's episode, we talked about when you were pregnant and just how Toya, I'm glad you did bring it back to being, y'all actually getting back to being close um, after fighting for years as teenagers. But, uh. I mean, but once she became a teenager, we were straight. That's a whole, it's only four, it's like, what? We're four years apart, so it was only about four years worth. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, by the time you, you were pregnant with Kaylin and just her mm-hmm. being there for you, 
during the time. She's my um, my surrogate husband. Yeah, that's what she said. That that's what she said over the uh God damn it, I wish I had more technology. I could like loop that, put that in there, and be like have Toya talking and Google shit. Google it. But uh yeah, I'm I'm on it. But um basically she was saying how you were she was her your second husband and she, she would tag Tommy. Um Kaylin Snee, she was there, like she was she was there. Like Kaylin was the Kaylin was the community baby. Mm-hmm. Um we all had a hand in raising her and we all beat her. Cause remember, remember when Kayla went through that phase and we just had to keep beating her. I remember the candy phase that you had to. Uh, she had to go to candy rehab. Yeah. <laughs> to to candy rehab. I don't remember. Who had to beat her? Everyone beat her at one point in time. Damn. Everybody beat Kayla. Kayla was so. Kayla was so strong. Well, I always tell people, I was like, if you meet my daughter now, you would never believe the stories that I told you about when she was little. She was so bad. Remember when she would just stand and scream in your face? Yeah. Ball her fist up. She was the first kid that ever <laughs> went horse. Yeah. And lost their voice from crying. Like I've never met a horse baby. And she would take a beating, man. She would take a beating and eat it and throw it in your face. Like, you pop her hand. She would rub my hand and keep doing what she's doing. Like, what? That's all you got? <laughs> like, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to kill her. I'm going to go to jail. You're going to die. <laughs> I remember Kaylin, the breaking point for Kaylin and I. <laughs> we were still living um, off of Emerson Village in Emerson Village. And she was just having a, a tantrum. And, I mean, it was epic. And I got down on my knees with this one-year-old, two-year-old. And I looked in her eyes and I said, you know what? It's going to be me or you. And guess what? It ain't going to be me. <laughs> I was like, you going to get your little self together. You going to leave here. I'm done. I'm done. And then I came and said, you threatened the baby. I was like, man, I almost looked too. So I'm like, that's that baby. <laughs> that's how I was feeling. She made me feel like, I don't want to do this. If this is what this is, y'all can have all that. I don't, I don't want it. I want to give it back. I'm done. Here. I'm done. Anybody want baby? Hey, hey, you want baby? Just knocking her all the apartment doors. <laughs> she was about to be at somebody's body station. With a she got to go. With yeah. a <laughs> Unable to take, take care. Of. Take good care of this baby. No, do this, what you want to do with this, it. I'm done. With this baby. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. But the thing was, she gave me holy hell. She loves Tommy to this day. Mm-hmm. They she is never on my side. So mm. if Tommy right now said the sky was purple, Caleb's like, oh, I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> She loves her dad, and I am totally fine being second fiddle to that because I'm a firm believer that your first image of what a boyfriend and how you should be treated is your father. So that's perfectly fine. She loves Tommy. It was so bad. Like, as a baby, she wouldn't laugh at me. Mm-hmm. Like, she she wasn't a cuddle baby. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, like Blake, Blake was everything. Like, it was the cuddle baby you hold. Like, right now, she'll come and sit in my lap and hug my neck and you know, kiss me on my cheek. And it's just like, oh, I love this baby. I was going to kill you 10 minutes ago, but you get to live. Yay. <laughs> um, Kaylin was like, nah, yo, get off me. Kay- I would kiss Kaylin. She would wipe the, the kisses off her face. <laughs> Tommy come in. She would laugh and laugh so much. So sound. She was making no sound anymore. She's <laughs> drooling. And all he did was step in the room. <laughs> So I got no love. It's a good thing I just suffered from postpartum depression because yeah. I should have been depressed. Like, Yo. my baby don't like me. My baby don't like me. <laughs> my baby don't like 
<laughs> what is this? But as she became older, she still taught me still her favorite, but she did at least start to like me. <laughs> like, I would come in the house. Now, I come in the house, and I walk through the, the house. She would look up at me from her playpen, look back there, go back to what she's doing. Tommy coming, she jumping, mm-hmm. she laughing, she doing the, the thing, like, pick me up. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I... I came home too. I I am no. here. Do you nothing, did nothing, see me? Nothing for your mom. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Hey, you. So I always say that even though Blake is the oops baby, Blake's the new oops baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. She took your title. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> She's the new oops Fucking baby. Awesome. <laughs> I always tell Tommy, God gave me a baby that will love me for me. <laughs> This one's mine. Yeah, <laughs> this exactly. One. This was mine. Blake's mine. These are mine. These, this my. You. That's your baby. This my baby. You take that grown baby now. Hey, <laughs> yeah. That's your baby. Cause right now, if Tommy and I are disagreeing about something, I'm like, Kaylee, right? Don't you see him? She's like, well, I mean, you know, it's it is. It's it is. I'm like, whatever. You and your father. Forget both of y'all. Blake, where you at? <laughs> We tag teaming. So now it's even. Because I didn't have anybody on my side. Because, like, if Tommy disagreed so with me, Kayla would co sign on his foolishness. So. Oh my God. I got my own baby. And my baby loves me. <laughs> my baby. Are you okay? <laughs> my baby loves me. Oh my God. Kayla loves me. Kayla likes me a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. See. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's a crazy job, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love my girls. I love Shay and Robert. Like, you know, they were, I learned a lot from them. And, you know, thankful to Robin for sharing them with me. Um, We all grew up together, you know, because you figure, I think Robin and I are two years apart. And she's two years older than me. Tommy's three years older than me. Um, she's two, one or two years older than me. We're not, we're kind of close in age. So we were all really young when we started this journey and, you know, we had some bumps along the way, but we grew up together and now we are in a good place and we still, you know, talk and counsel each other about different things going on with the grown kids. So, you know, it's, it's very helpful. And Shay and Kaylin have a wonderful relationship. They're inseparable. Everybody knows Kaylin goes through many depression Whenever she sees Shay and Shay goes home, even now at 17, when Shay's time for Shay to go, she's just like, she don't talk, she don't want to eat, she don't do nothing. It's like at least for a couple of days until she gets over it. So, and I'm very thankful of that because it could be different with them, you know, not sharing the same parents, but it's good. Mm. I, I always say to people, you know, if you're going to get into a relationship where it all, there's already an existing family unit, just make sure you can't be selfish. You have to be open and you have to be willing to stretch and grow and accommodate and understand. Like if you set in your ways, don't do it because it's, it's going to drive you nuts and it's not going to work out. But it's not for everyone, but it, you know, it works for us. Yeah. Well, that's really it. I, mean, I don't want to hold you too much longer and yeah, I'm sleepy as well. People drive the candy all the time. People drive the buffalo. Oh, that's New York. Yeah, but the Niagara Falls. No, it's not Niagara Falls. It's shared in Buffalo and in Canada. You can't drive the candy because you can cross the border. 
Yeah. I am smart. I do have a brain. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah, I'm that's, talking... that's last comment I said saying a real thought. Like, yeah. Did you drive to Canada? It's okay, bro. You but graduated early. You can tell people I that. I did graduate early. I did. And I wasted my my <laughs> early graduation. Well, I should have been like a doctor or something. Okay. I was too young. Okay. Well, actually, I was young and I was um, mad because I wanted to go to Hampton. And mommy and daddy wouldn't let me go because... Was gonna let their sixteen-year-old go live in campus in Virginia. <laughs> I'm an adult now, so I get it. But back then, you wouldn't do anything. And then Daddy was like, "Not only could I not go, I had to go to Baltimore City Community College, and I had to pay for it myself because it was y'all. Oh. I ain't got no more money for y'all. You know, kids. I t- I tell you what's really funny about that is you had to pay for it. And Daddy paid for my school. And what I told him, yeah, bro, this ain't for me. That nigga let me keep that money. He let me keep that, that. He let me claim that on my taxes that year. Such a sweet guy, bro. No, you want to know what it is? You want to know what it is? <laughs> Daddy did all the shady stuff to me. <laughs> it's all trial and error. It's trial and error. What happened, man? <laughs> I this Negro woke me up on my 16th birthday. And when I'm like, oh, this is so wonderful. He's going to say birthday. He didn't do it. Hey, here's some money. Go out. Either come back with a job or some applications. <laughs> It's 8 o'clock on my birthday. And what did I do? Okay. Got up, got dressed, took the bus up and down. Now, mind you, we were living in um, LG Square. LG Square. So, that's the 77. That's like only run once an hour. Yeah. I had to take the 77. I went up Liberty Road, got a job, got a job, came back with a job. But you know what your father was saying to this? But Tracy. This is what instilled you such a good work at it. I said, no, nah, nigga. The stuff that you did to me was probably borderline child abuse. Hey, yo, wait. Before. Remember remember when I got my car? The purple one? Yes. And I was I had my license. Uh-huh. But I had to let mommy and Toya drive my car. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I had to let mommy and Toya and Toya drive my car that I was paying the note on. Then, when mommy got her awesome and she would never want to let me hold it, but she would give it to Toya all the time. <laughs> Did me dirty. Every, every turn. Every turn. Or, let's just fast forward to what we found out within the last year. That, uh, my birth certificate's checked up. Wait, what? My birth certificate has an X on it? What? Really? What's the X mean? I don't have a father. <laughs> your daddy's not your daddy. <laughs> wait, wait, he designed it? His name is not on it. Yo. It's an X. We related? <laughs> I don't know, yo. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> Who's to say? You better go ask Bobby. That's you know how daddy. I find out? Chase. So the next time you see daddy, just... for the longest time I was like, hello, Mr. Costa. <laughs> well, I can't be mad 
you did take me in and raise me as your own. <laughs> such a sweet guy. Zoji, <laughs> such a sweet guy. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> awesome fella. But this explains all the all the craziness that you did to me because I wasn't biologically yours. <laughs> These people, our parents. <laughs> These people. Came to me. Again, it was around the same. We were here by now, so I was older. So we were in this house by now. So I'm out of school and everything. Trace, come in. You know, we, we want to talk to you. Um, come, come sit at the table. We want to talk to you. Table right up there. And I'm like, I'm going through my head. Oh, crap. What have I done? What have I done? Where have I been? What did I do? I think there's around the time I was still smoking weed. I was like, did I leave it somewhere? Like, what is going on? I don't know. They sit me down. I was like, you know, your father and I. Mommy talking. Your father and I were talking. And, you know, with your name being Goodwin. And, you know, if anything was to happen to him, we wanted to go ahead and change your name to Costin. So, you know, legally, you all have the same name. I said, and this is pre, I don't know. I said, what difference does the main name on a birth certificate? I mean, it is. <laughs> I don't know. Right? So, I'm like, Ugh. I mean, well, okay, I don't care. That's fine. We can change it. Okay, so it's going to be $100. I was like, so, you want me to pay for it? <laughs> Laughed. I said, y'all are crazy. I ain't paying for nothing. <laughs> It'll be good when until somebody marries me. I'm not doing it. They were like, Tracy, is this very important? You need to change the name. I said, then why won't y'all pay for it? <laughs> this y'all fault. Right? <laughs> I said, you did this to me. <laughs> and you want me to pay for your mistake. <laughs> y'all <are> crazy. <laughs> so this is what I'm talking about. Getting woke up on your 16th birthday at 8 o'clock in the morning to go get a job. And then he left my door open too. And then getting told we want to change your last name, but you pay for it. And then finding out that you never put your name on my birth certificate is access. So I said to myself, you just keep coming for me. I don't understand what is wrong with you people. What is wrong with you? Chase. You're the most responsible one, though. Like, you're so responsible. I said, because I got to be. I got to take care of me. I got to look out for me. Because y'all suck. Who tells their kid they want to change their name, but you got to pay for it? I said, I ain't doing it. Because you need to change. I said, it's not going to happen. I'm not paying $100. I'm a working young adult. I couldn't have been more than, like, 19. $100 to me is, like, 1000 Are you kidding me? No. I could bought a whole new wardrobe with a hundred dollars. Mm-mm. We ain't doing that. Hey, yeah. It hasn't been good one this long. We good. <laughs> Wait, all right, before we get out of here, so I want stupid. you to tell them the story about Wendy's and Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> this is he was my hero that day. So I get the job at Wendy's. So so the sixteenth birthday correlated <laughs> in me getting a job at Wendy's, okay? So I get the job at Wendy's. I go to Wendy's. I have respect for people that work in the fashion <laughs> industry. It sucks. Okay. So Wendy's right up here on Liberty Road. And I was on fries. I did a couple of burgers. I never made it to the register. So it's time to get the first paycheck. <laughs> guess who guess who got guess who got fries that sweet? <laughs> the big grill come back that sweet. And guess who ain't getting it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, you know, but in the meantime I hated it. So I went and applied for a job down the street at Baskin Robbins. They used to be on Liberty Road next to Greek Village. So I um got the call that I could get the job. So I resigned. I put in my notice like you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I'm responsible because I've been an adult all my life. Because <laughs> 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 your parents. Um, 
Mr. and Mrs. Coxman. Um, I put in my notice and it was time to get paid. And the manager wouldn't give me my check. And I was like, but it's payday. He's like, you resign, you don't get shot, I don't get out here. I was like, but you're handing them out to everyone. <laughs> like, can I have mine? And I went to the car and I was so sad. I was crying. I was like, you won't give me my paycheck. Like, what? I said, you won't give my paycheck. Is it payday? Yes. Come on. You get out the car. And I'm going behind him like, you go get it. You go get it. You go get it. My daddy coming. Like, I'm 16. Fuck you up. I'm like, he gonna Bless you, you don't get it. So we come in and he was like, You the manager? What's your name? Whatever's name. I don't even remember his name. It's too long ago. He was like, You told my daughter she can have a paycheck? Well, sorry, the policy is if you're a client, he was like, You won't give it that paycheck. I'm gonna jack you up. He said something else, but he's um getting all in the guy face. He was like, Sorry, sorry, you're an athlete. I don't even know without this check. You won't give my daughter a paycheck. So you go to and I'm in the back like, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get my check, man. You ain't so big and bad now. What? You ain't nothing. You nothing, man. You ain't bad. You ain't you ain't hard. I'm in Kel Corey. I'm in the belly. You ain't hard. You ain't hard, son. You ain't hard. You ain't so the guy tries to fling the check at daddy and slam the door, but the door was one of those doors that had like that slow delay close. So as he trying to slam it, it's like slowly going closed. And he's still fussing and he's trying to pull it closed. And Dave's like, here's your check. Thanks, Daddy. And I go running out to the car with him. Looking like, um, what movie was that? Like, I'm running behind him all fast. Like, thanks, Daddy. We going to the bank now? Wait, wait, wait. All right, wait. Ten. How old were you then? Sixteen. You were sixteen. So... Ten years later, I had Daddy do the exact same thing when I worked at oh, the convalescent home. Call the, now, now the lady would not give me my check. Mind you, I think I resigned. It's like two, two, you three weeks. Proper notice. Yeah, I resigned, and um, I called the lady. I said, you know, um, this is Corey Cox, and I'm calling to see if you guys had the check. And she told me she would give me my check. I came downstairs. I was like, hey. The lady not trying to give me my money. <laughs> yo, like, yo. This is all you hear. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Yes. That's how we go Let's up, go. man. I Wait, go to did, the... did he have on his slippers? No, nah, he had on the... He had on... Probably he had on the dirty white Air Forces. Remember when daddy used to work out there? He he never oh. let the Air Forces go. So, so look, right. We go... All right, so... Convalescent home. The Jewish nursing home. So, we go front desk... I, the person knows me or whatever. So we go into the back. So we go into the back. The lady's in some type of meeting. The door was like slight. Open that joint up. I said, you said you wasn't going to give me my money. And daddy was like, daddy just sitting there like, <laughs> like, what up? Who wants some? Yeah. Who wants some? So, want some? so she he tried. On, he on there like, um, <laughs> like Friday. Who else wants some? Who wants some? <laughs> so the lady. Also, <laughs> short. The, the lady who's uh, trying to clear her name, I thought, daddy was like, nah, give him his check. And she cut the check right there. So we get into the car. She's like, did you want that made up to Corey Bryant or is just Corey Cotton sufficient? Yeah, I don't know if that was that day or somewhere down the line, like a couple years later. I think it was, it was must have been somewhere around that time. Daddy was like, 
and I follow behind your dumb ass. <laughs> I was like, but we got my money, didn't we? Wasn't that the mission? Hey, yo, we did what we were supposed to do. Mission accomplished. Uh, I said what. what I said. Daddy is a good dad. Like, I will say, like, I can remember. What did, what did I call him for? I called him for something. I was hysterical. Like, I was hysterical. I'm, I'm, I can't even talk. I'm so upset. Something happened. I was going to pay something. And, um, the school, like, took my money or something like that. But something had to be done, like, right then and there. And it was, it wound up, I wound up getting the money back from the school. But at the moment that it happened, something I was trying to do, whatever it was, it was screwing me up. And I called daddy. And I was like, I can't go pay this. Tracy, calm down. <laughs> calm down. How much do you need? <laughs> and I told him what I did. He was like, come by the house. <laughs> I'll have the money under the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you sound like Deja Bell. Hey, yeah. That's daddy. Man, I, I don't know. The money's under the keyboard. Yeah. So I, when I, and I think he, as a dad, I think you do get some sort of gratification for saving your kids. <laughs> and when I tell you, this had to be within the last 10 years because <laughs> I've only been out of school since like 15. Something happened, whatever it was. I can't even remember. And I, of course, I gave him the money back and everything. But mm-hmm. at that moment in time, this is me on the other end. I'm like wiping my eyes. Okay. 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 So, you know, I will say, and even that, and then with mommy and, and having the girls and freaking out the first time Kaylin got sick and calling her or even with the last pregnancy, I had this weird craving for llama beans and Pew. I told my, I love llama beans. I love them still, but I just had this craving and mommy came all the way to the house with this pot and it was a house pot this is a big silver one no not not that bad but the one like you cook spaghetti in oh okay of llama beans and she's like here you go it was just before we moved to pa of course because blake was born in maryland so you know just that at the drought we got good parents you know and we are definitely blessed for it that they will come through no matter i'm 42 and i can call either one of them right now and they will talk to me like i'm 10 if i need it you know <laughs> that i can go right upstairs and lay on mommy's lap if i felt like it mm-hmm. and they never turn you away they never make you feel bad for what you're doing i mean i did have to have get trained daddy and y'all you all are welcome because i trained him to understand that we are adults and we may not always do what you want us to do. Mm-hmm. And you may not appreciate the decisions that we make. But it's our failures to make. Mm-hmm. And you can't... You can't adult parent us. Like, we're adults now. So, you know... And I told him, I was like, you know... I'll come and let you know. Like, yeah, I should listen to you on that one. But I take that L. Because it's my L. Mm-hmm. And you don't appreciate the things that you go through in life. If you're constantly doing what somebody else is, is telling you to do. You got to learn on your own. Well, they're bad constantly saving you. Exactly. So, you know, I fall, I get up, you learn. It's not about how you fall, it's how you recover. Mm-hmm. It's all about the recovery. And the failure is just an opportunity to see a new way to do something. So, it's it's fine. It's fine. So, I am definitely thankful for our parents. They they do a good job. They do a good job. Yeah, so. So, closing. those are my role models. Those are my examples. 
Outside of the beating, I don't beat as much. Yeah, I don't beat at all. I don't. No, oh no, they get beat. Nah, I don't. don't Kaylin got beat. I don't have. We beat the bad out of Kaylin. That's why Kaylin is the polar opposite. (laughs) Whatever demonic little spirit was trying to hover in her life, we literally beat the hell out of Kaylin. (laughs) Because Kaylin is the sweetest, quietest thing you ever. You forget Kaylin in a room. Kaylin like a ninja. You don't even get Kaylin walking. You know how many times I've been in the house and I turn around, she's standing up like, yo, stop. <laughs> or have a distance because I'm going to punch you in your throat. Like, you'll get throat punched. Thank you. Because <laughs> she's just that quiet. But Blake, Blake's got to get spanked because Blake don't listen. <laughs> she don't listen. Hey, man, you got to go home. I don't want you to be out too long. Yeah, I was going to get my oil changed, but like it was going to rain, so that's not going to happen. Uh, so that cool. changed really fast, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, it's a little sunny right now, but I got to go home to crazy. All right, be closing, bed. man. Thanks, Tracy. I really appreciate you. You definitely helped me a lot in all my crazy life-changing events and all <laughs> the others. We're there for you. We're like the news. We're oh, working yeah. for you. Wow. <laughs> was that Channel 2? I think we're so. That, I, I think that is. I mean, we're a family. I think we do a good job of holding each other up, calling each other out on our foolishness. You may not want to hear it then. We may not want to hear it then, but, you know, you take it with a grain of salt. I think we do respect each other's opinions and value each other. And, you know, you don't, life is hard enough on its own. You don't have to do it by yourself and you don't have to feel like you got all the answers. It's enough of us around that you at least, at least get an example of what not to do. Yes. yes. <laughs> Maybe not what to do, but definitely not what not to do. So, yeah. and that's, that's what we, I think our parents did a good job of making sure we were close knit. So, it's good. It's good. Even a big one. <laughs> yeah, hopefully I'll have him on. Uh, yeah, so, um, all right, yeah, yeah, okay. So, now this is, uh, two or three. Um, tomorrow we will have Jeezy's story. Um, I'm sorry. Jeezy, what, what is it? Uh, hey mama. Hey mama. Oh, God. Man, you know I'm tired. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, do you remember Baltimore County Fava Day, August 25th, Woodlawn Memorial Park, 3-7, kickball game, uh, cookout, and live podcast. Uh, please bring school supplies for children so it could be donated to the kids uh, for back to school. And uh, that's all. That is all. And the next time you'll hear Tracy will be on Kaylin's graduation episode, which will be... First week of June, but I'm not putting it out June. So when you, once you graduate, June first. Yep. All right, so it'll be out that following week. Um, Baltimore County, forever. <laughs>